Welcome to Making Waves. Right now, you're listening to the soundscape of Lount Township, which is in the South River area of Central Ontario. Perhaps an area that's not too unlike Accra. This is a typical midday soundscape in a rural place. I'm uh, broadcasting this soundscape in anticipation of a special day of the year. This coming Friday, July 18th, is World Listening Day. It's a day to recognize the importance of listening. Because without listening, we really cannot improve the quality of our sonic environment. Not only our sonic environment, but that of our future generations and that of other organisms. World Listening Day is a, an occasion where anybody can organize an event where listening to the environment is primary. Your event could be uh, just yourself uh, or a group of people uh, close to you. You could go on a sound walk, which is basically just a, a listening walk uh, that can really happen from anywhere. Uh, you could also just take time to listen. To find out uh, more ideas and suggestions, you can go to worldlisteningproject.org. And uh, there there's also uh, links to, um, to sharing your listening activity with others. On uh, July 18th, there will also be a podcast aired on the soundstudiesblog.com that will also tell you more about the World Listening Project, World Listening Day, and also many of the issues circulating right now in the field of acoustic ecology. July 18th is the, the date for this uh, occasion because it's also the birthday of Armory Schaefer, uh, one of the founders of the World's Soundscape Project and uh, the writer of the, one of the seminal texts on acoustic ecology, Tuning of the World. Acoustic ecology is basically the study of the soundscape or uh, the, you know, the, uh, any kind of sonic environment and how it impacts on humans and other organisms. It's a multidisciplinary field and encompasses the sciences, arts, and humanities. Basically, anyone with an interest in studying the relationship of sound to living matter. The World Listening Project also has a SoundCloud page, which has a number of contributions by people from around the world who have recorded interesting soundscapes. Perhaps you'd like to make a contribution to
New Adventures in Sound Art's contribution to World Listening Day encompasses a performance in the NASA space uh, in Toronto and also an installation taking place there. And one of the key artists in those activities is Fernando Godet. And uh, I spent some time with him this week uh, on Skype uh, talking to him about his work and uh, the very interesting recordings that he's collected. Describe to me um, the uh, the Atacama Desert for those that that don't know it. If if one was there where you're recording, what would you find? The first thing, or the first important thing, I think is is the most dry desert in in the world, uh, and it's also a really huge desert. I, I mean, um, more than 1,000 kilometers long, I think. It's all, all, all the north part of Chile is, is completely desertic in, in that sense. And for me, it's, it's very interesting uh, the, the, the landscape in different, in different ways, uh, because uh, the natural landscape, you have the desert and you also have the mountains. Uh, Los Andes, and when you when you start to go uh, up, uh, you have the plateau, uh, and the landscape is totally different. Uh, I mean, desert uh, is totally different to the plateau. The plateau you have more vegetation, you have a lot of altitude, uh, uh, you you have a very different landscape. The other in interesting aspect for me was the the the, the human uh, footprint over this landscape uh, because all the the desert uh, has been uh, used um, 
as uh, for the minery, for the big minery, from the last uh, 200 years. Then, a uh, hundred years ago, uh, the, the basic uh, exploitation mineral was the nitrate. And uh, the nitrate uh, uh, is over now, and and you you have lot of uh, ghost uh, cities, ghost uh, uh, towns, uh, totally abandoned, and uh, this landscape, these ghost uh, towns uh, are are really amazing. I mean, you can go there, and and there is nobody, and uh, only the natural forces, the natural phenomena, uh, um, uh, moving the, uh, the 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 metals, uh, the metal of, of the houses, the uh, the rings, uh, and that is really interesting from from a uh, audible uh, point of view. And part of the work was based uh, on on this exploration, uh, the ruins. Um, the, the 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 footprints, the human footprints from 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 the past. don't know uh, where exactly to go we, we just rent a car uh, and we we just we, we just go uh, uh, and following some points uh, some intuitions and we also discover uh, uh, some natural uh, uh, places very interesting Like the Salar, uh, also uh, uh, abandoned uh, salt mine. Uh, and the abandoned salt mine was uh, really amazing because uh, when, when uh, at, at the moment of sunset, uh, the salt crystal crystals start to crunch, and this sound was was completely uh, new for me. Uh, was I, I never uh, experienced something uh, similar to 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 this? I mean.
the, the, the project basically basically have these two aspects, I, I, I think. The, this, this aspect, the aspect uh, uh, relative re regarding the, the, the human uh, footprints and also this natural phenomena that appear when, when, when you discover it during the travel. So when you would get out of the car, uh, you wouldn't, it wouldn't just be silence, there would be sounds there. Yes, yes, and, and, and the sounds uh, was uh, of this natural phenomena, generally. The wind, the wind is very present and the wind moves uh, everything, basically, yes. But not human sounds. So did you record any sounds where you activated stuff yourself or was it all activated by the wind? No, no, activated by, by the wind or different phenomena. Uh, I also remember uh, uh, I, um, in, in, in a spot uh, close to the, uh, this big telescope, uh, ESO, uh, a very big tele telescope from European Union. Uh, uh, the, the, I, I record a sound of the change of the temperature in, 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 a, in a metal uh, surface. Also, also uh, water, uh, underwater recordings, uh, but ba basically uh, natural phenomena. That's the point in this case.
What was used uh, to get the sound of the metal changing? Was that just a contact microphone, like a, just through the induction, through the metal uh, material, or was it a, through another way? Yes, I used uh, contact mic microphones, uh, also hydrophones. I have some, uh, some hydrophones, uh, and also I use I use a uh, BLF uh, receiver to catch uh, these electromagnetic uh, signals from the Earth, uh, especially when I was uh, in the plateau, because the plateau is very high, uh, about 2,000 meters from the sea. And the landscape is really clean, and there is no electromagnetic contamination. Uh, and in 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 that spot, the uh, BLF works really nice, really nice. I think it's my best BLF recording ever. Basically, because in 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 a urban uh, uh, environment. Uh, you catch so much uh, sounds from from the power supply, no? Uh, basically, a, a big uh, drone, and you can not hear the, the the signals from the earth. And in this other landscape, totally clean, totally pure in some way, uh, you 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 don't have any kind of uh, electrical contamination from human uh, for from humans uh, so you, you, you can hear very clear uh, the signals from 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 the from the earth I wanted to shift um, our conversation to the piece itself that you made. I guess there are, two, in a way, two pieces you made uh, with this visit to the, uh, to the desert. There's one that's the installation, uh, and another one that se seems to be a, a radio uh, work or a soundscape work uh, that you created with Peter Kuntin. Maybe you can describe the differences of these two works. And, Well, uh, the, the radio piece uh, was composed by Peter, uh, but we share the recordings because uh, he, he, he don't have uh, contact mics or hydrophones or BLF. 
then we share recordings. Uh, I, I, I have uh, some uh, ambiental, um, ambiental recordings from him, and he has my recordings also. So the piece for the radio is uh, totally uh, his composition. And the installation is totally my my idea, my piece. How is this project different or similar than uh, other works you've done and, and been involved in? I work with not only with field recordings. Uh, I also work with uh, uh, technology, some kind of electronic technology, doing some uh, do-it-yourself electronics. Uh, and I think this kind, this part of my work is is, is not really related to the field recordings or, or the or this this kind of uh, research with the landscape is is different it's more with technology and Regarding the the, the 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 research with with the territory, I I, I made other projects very similar to to this project of the Atacama. Like, by example, the past year I I, I did three different travels uh, in, in 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 Chile, in the extreme north also, but concentrated in the plateau plateau zone and in the extreme south uh, in the Patagonia it's funny because uh, these two extreme part of the country are so so different very very radical I, I think uh, landscape uh, one of in the north the desert and in the south uh, Patagonia a kind of a very green area, a lot of forest, and also a lot of water, so much water. And in particular, this this project uh, was about the water. 
was about uh, three different rivers in Chile. The, the point on, of common of these three rivers was that they they are in danger in 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 some ecological and also social uh, point of view because there is huge uh, uh, energy or minery projects that uh, could be developed developed in the in the in the future in the future uh, and the impact of this project could be really uh, aggressive to this landscape and so this project was uh, concentrated in this this idea of these uh, potentially uh, places that could disappear in the near future. Those were uh, words and sounds from uh, Fernando Godet. Um, the words were from an interview that I conducted with him uh, this week, and also uh, the sounds are from his installation Atacama, which is being uh, presented uh, at the NASA space uh, through the month of July and uh, in uh, August. And uh, it uh, profiles the uh, Atacama Desert and uh, through various interesting recordings, um, both uh, made in the air and uh, through uh, the air medium and the electromagnetic medium. Um, and this is in connection with World Listening Day, and uh, which takes place July 18th every year. And uh, last year, NASA celebrated World Listening Day with a concert, and it featured uh, this next piece we're going to listen to, which is by uh, Quebec artist uh, Dominique Ferretin. And uh, it's called Bruno September. It was a um, piece made um, in Bruno, Saskatchewan, which is uh, in the uh, prairies um, uh, area of Canada. And uh, she wandered around uh, the town of Bruno, which is very small, and spoke to people there about the sounds they heard that they liked and that they disliked. And I think in recognition of uh, uh, World Listening Day and uh, and uh, in engaging with the sonic environment, uh, it's an appropriate uh, piece to uh, reflect on uh, the role of sound in, in our perception of place. all sorts of sounds to appreciate no matter where you are. Il y a presque toujours du son, même dans une, une petite place comme ici.
I like a lot of sounds. Most of them have to do with the environment and not so many to do with people. <laughs> so. This time of year, the sounds of uh, our living skies. I love the sounds of the birds. J'aime les sons des oiseaux. The birds, because uh, it's very quiet here. Matin, quand they so you get a lot of birds oh, birds, and there's different kinds of singing. The sounds I like quite a bit would be the sounds of migrating geese passing overhead. It's kind of fun to figure out if it's the speckled geese, or it's the lesser Canadas, or the greater Canadas, or the snow geese. If you're really close to them, you can hear the sound of the uh, air whistling through their wings. We have a purple martin house, and they are the chattiest things you've ever heard. They, they're hilarious. Ou bien juste les petits oiseaux quand ils mangent les cerises, les matricières, ça fait comme ça. As a stick, do 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 sound that that sounds really nice. The sandhill cranes, especially, it's fun to hear them. People were saying that Saskatchewan is known for a windy province, and I had no idea. When the wind catches the trees, especially in the mornings it seems, they rustle just like waves. It sounds like uh, water on, on pebbles. So it's a beautiful sound, in the, especially in the morning when I'm going to Mass. Wind moving leaves, dried leaves, grass, different crops in the fields if you're close enough to hear the sound of the wind moving those. Some of the things are things I like that can also drive me nuts. Like I like the sound of the wind, but sometimes if it's just been so windy for like two days, it drives me crazy and I want it to stop. Well, at this time of year, I really like the sounds of geese, and I like the sounds of harvest. So the machine's going by, and fall is just a really exciting time of year for all the farmers around here. It's always interesting to hear their machines going, and that if the machines are going, 
then it means things are going well, usually anyway. sound of the distant train I love just such just really kind of hauntingly beautiful sort of different call of the train as it comes through kind of a lonely sound you know to hear it, especially at night or in the morning makes you feel at home I, I think it draws people close together it's, it's sort of a community thing À mesure qu'il approche, on entend le boum, 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 boum. C'est quasiment comme ça, ça vient à travers la terre, puis on veut la, la sentir. first started living here in Bruno, the train would go by and I'd hear it all the time, and now I don't even hear it. And I don't even hear the train, you know, the train's fairly close, but... engine sounds I do not like when they're happening at late at night when I'm trying to sleep <laughs> but they can be interesting to hear at various times during the day if I'm in a particular mood and I'm very aware of different sounds an awful lot of human sounds are, are actually noise to get attention, which I, I find disturbing. People are disrespectful of, of others. Sometimes there are young people who make a lot of noise with their cars or their motorcycles. The grondements, the cars that cry.
when we first moved, there was certain groups that would pace up and down the main drag, you know, all night. And I didn't see the point of it. And you know, you always hear vehicles driving, driving, driving at night. But Sometimes I notice that buzzing of the factory over on the edge of town. Every once in a while, for whatever reason, I notice it more, and then it really irritates me, and I'm just like, I just want silence. I built that place. I worked in it for all my working career. So it's the sound of industry, it's the sound of employment. Uh, people have to make a living. For the past few years, they haven't maintained their, their cooler fan in, in the plant, and uh, it could be half as loud as it is. I find that unfortunate. <laughs> it's not necessary to be as loud as it is. Oh no, no, no! C'est pas un son uh, offensif. C'est beau parce qu'on voit que il y a du commerce qui se développe dans la région. When it stops, that's when you go, ah, oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> no, I don't notice it unless I walk out that way or, or ride my bike out that way. I don't really hear any of that anymore. No, I haven't noticed it. The sound itself isn't super annoying in any particular way. It's just when you become aware of it, it seems like it's the only thing you can hear. <laughs> I think it's also about a certain expectation I had about being in a small town. I was like, we're in the country, <laughs> so I don't want to hear those things. I hear crows and magpies, which I don't like very much <laughs> when I go for walks. I just don't like magpies in general because I know they, they do things like steal eggs from other birds and, and do all sorts of nasty things. We used to have a lot of crows that were in our cemetery and in the very early morning, like five in the morning, they'd be cawing away and they'd wake us up. I've always felt that uh, maybe it's from watching too many scary movies, but uh, crows are a harbinger of, of something bad. 
they're uh, you know always lurking about when something bad is happening. It's not a very mellow sound. It's a pretty harsh sound. A, a, a crow cawing. The neighbors that were most affected. I mean, some of them were hunters, so they just kind of got permission to shoot the crows out of the, <laughs> the cemetery. After 5.30, I like the uh, lack of sound. I try to notice everything that's part of uh, being part of your environment is part of why I'm a hunter. Sounds, smells, sights. I think people have gotten so used to being in ugly sound environments that they, they choose to listen to what they want to listen to on, on their earbuds, but there's, there's a lot of beauty out there to notice. Earlier in the show, when we, we listened to uh, Fernando Godet talk about uh, the extremities of Chile in the north and in the south, um, I thought a lot about uh, the extremities of uh, the Canadian uh, landscape. And uh, this next piece uh, by Eldad Zabari uh, employs uh, recordings of shards of ice rubbing against each other in the Arctic Ocean in uh, Nunavut. And uh, it was made recording made by Katerina Sukup and it used a tiny little microphone that was placed underneath the ice where there happened to be a colony of ice ants who were working uh, th through the winter uh, in the long cracking ice. And uh, this piece will be heard also uh, at uh, NASA on uh, July 19th for uh, NASA's World Listening Day uh, concert. Um, we're holding it on a Saturday uh, night along with Fernando Godet, who will perform some soundscape works for Sounds from Chile. And uh, it's interesting how uh, sounds uh, recorded in a way that, from a perspective that we don't normally hear, become a kind of abstract music, you could say. And we'll end our show of Making Waves 
with these sounds of the ants working away beneath the ice.
That was Eldad Zabari and Creatures of the Ice. And uh, that brings that our show Making Waves to a close uh, for this Saturday. We'll be return in one month from now. And uh, Making Waves is produced by New Adventures in Sound Art in Toronto. And uh, we're going to leave you with uh, more sounds from Fernando Goudet. This is uh, from the radio piece made by Peter Kooten, in fact, The Desert Project. You're listening to WGXC and Making Waves.